I'm Reggie. And this is Coach O. And we're here with another Fired Up Friday. Oh, yeah. Let's go, baby. Welcome back to another Fired Up Friday. I'm here with Coach O. What's up, Reggie? And somebody else. I want you to introduce yourself. I'm Private Pop from the United States Army. Represent (laughs) TFS. Hey, y'all. We got a big celebrity in the building for Fired Up Fridays. Yeah. You know Private Pop. Ooh. Pop, was you here when the walls were white? Yes, I was. Really? Right before they changed to black and gold. He's been here for a minute. He's been here for a minute. He's back, y'all, and we're going to let you hear him a little bit. Um, we're fired up. We're not even going to hold no, no punches. We're going to get right into it because oh, yeah. the last few months of his life, um, I know for sure he's gained, progressed, learned, and achieved a lot. So we're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna just we're gonna talk to my man Private Pop today. Reggie, how was your weekend, man? Or my your week, week? My week was very good. Yeah, it, my week was I very mean, good. it was Christmas week. It was Christmas week. Was your did you get did Santa Claus bring you everything? Because yeah, I mean, I, Santa Claus is real, dude. I'm oh, telling yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah, you did. I did get everything I wanted. I actually got something. Who else is eating the cookies on the plate? It's not me, so it's got to be somebody. Yeah. Well, it has to be. It has to be Santa Claus. Has to be. What kind of cookies? What what kind of cookies did you put out? Fresh baked chocolate chip original. Who Uh, baked them though? That's all I want to know. My sister baked them. Okay. I ate the cookie dough while she was baking them. (laughs) Nice. And that was that. So I baked them. Hey, listen, I'm going to go a little bit further. I don't know if y'all saw my, my live, but Santa Claus's twin brother came to my house prior to Christmas, and he did a wall sit with me for Deck the Walls. Nice. He was wearing a Ron Jaworski throwback jersey, Redzy. A Ron Jaworski throwback. Man. It was epic. Epic. That's crazy. Did you get a chance to see the big fella? No. You not? Well, yeah, He's, actually, I did. Yeah. He actually came to our Christmas Eve party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool. Santa's always a, a blessing to see or talk to or just experience. You know, the spirit is what it's all about. Yep. And if it's the jolly big fella coming down the chimney or knocking on the door or just hearing the reindeer bells that it creates a spirit unlike any other day in the year or of the year but one thing i thought about one thing that came to me before we go into our our mode because i feel like going there i always feel like going there reggie people choose to feel that way during that specific holiday I mean, you can look on social media. You can talk to people in person. You just feel the spirit, right? So if that's a choice, which it is, I want people to choose that every day. Yeah. People, you got to learn. Just understand that you have that choice to feel that way and to choose to be that way, act that way, talk that way, look that way every single day. Yeah. Can you imagine what this world would be like? Pop, you're in the military now. Let's talk. Just for yeah. a couple minutes before we start, Reggie. Let's yeah. do it. I mean, what it you may not have a position in the military if 
That all happened. I'm talking about across the world. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be a good thing, but <coughs> we would find something. We would find something for you to do here at yeah. the Oasis and oh. <laughs> get that money. Put me to work. Of course. <laughs> of course. What about you, Redzi? Did you feel the spirit, man? Yeah, always. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You want to go into it? Let's go. Let's I'm, I'm definitely fired up. You got anything to add before we go into our our fired up Fridays, my peoples? No, no. Let's get into it. Okay. Go ahead, Reggie. Right. What we'll got you fired up this week? Oh, my goodness. I said a couple things got me fired up. First and foremost, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. I mean, the time to just spend with your family, relax, enjoy. You tell stories with each other. Yeah. Right? Um, you enjoy the spirit. You get a chance to just sit back and listen to some Christmas carols or Christmas songs. And it's just something about it that just it takes you to another, another, another level. Yeah. Sometimes it gets stressful. I mean, Some- not for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm still young and I ain't got to do anything around Christmas time. Listen, y'all, stress is a choice. And Reggie's telling you right now, he's choosing not to be stressed. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, my goodness, did I get this? Did I get that? Or did we reach out to, you know, sometimes it does happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah. at that point in time, like I was saying, that's a choice. So you got to understand and be aware of what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, but overall, man, I get, that got me fired up because. It's just a good time to say, hey, how you doing? Merry Christmas. I miss you. Yeah. You know, you can do it any day of the week. What about you, Pop? What got you fired up? That Man, it's Christmas too, though. Because <laughs> over at Fort Gordon where I'm at, we're not allowed to decorate our rooms or, or nothing. Mm. So the only time it felt like Christmas for me is when I landed back in New Jersey uh. on the 20th. And because the weather's a lot different down there too, because I'll wake up, I'll be, I'll have to be outside at about four thirty, okay. like twenty degrees. But once it hits about twelve o'clock in the afternoon, it'll be like seventy. Ooh. I'll be sweating. That's a major jump. You got all that equipment and stuff on too. Yeah, I mean we're in long sleeves and pants all the time, really. But um, yeah, it didn't feel like Christmas till I got here, you know, especially you know getting to see everybody that you know I haven't seen for such a while. You know, coming to the Oasis. Yeah. Christmas definitely. Well, I'm. A, I gotta go on for that because I told you I got more than one today. Yeah, this always. week I got more than one. I'm you, sorry, my friend. You always got more than one. <laughs> let's be real. All right, let's be real. You're right. I I just try to hold back sometimes too, but honestly, we gotta go there. I gotta let the people know. Christmas got me fired up, but more importantly. I knew my man Pop was coming back. I saw a couple posts. I'm like, yo, I can't wait for him to come in the Oasis. Listen, Pop, man, I missed you. I know you went through some stuff down there as far as, you know, what you had to go through. Your training, Mm -hmm. mentally, physically, emotionally. But to see you back in the Oasis, you know, a little bit stronger, mentally, physically, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, I'm fired up, guys. Listen, from three months ago, like over the summer, last time I saw you, you were completely different. Completely different. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're the same spirit, the same spirit, but man, have you progressed? Man, have you grown straight up? You were in there 
coaching, teaching, talking to that 7 p.m. class, and I dropped some tears, dude. I don't know if you saw, mm-hmm. but I literally mm-hmm. I dropped them some tears, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because a few years back, I saw this. I saw you growing into the young man that you are, mm-hmm. and it's here. And I told you before, I can't wait to see what the world has yeah. to give you. Because you're definitely preparing yourself. You're definitely prepared already for whatever it is you're going through. But keep going. Keep striving, man. Because it's a blessing just to see you grow. And that's why I'm fired up as well. Mm. Got a ton of other stuff. But my main two is Christmas and pop, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Come on, Reggie. Me? Uh, You got Christmas. Christmas, obviously. Christmas, obviously. Yeah. And then, I mean, my Eagles played on Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, Wait, hold on. Yeah, hold played on. Yes. on Sunday, and then they play on Sunday again. Well, let's talk about what they play because, you know, we always got to add in some Eagles talk. Cowboys. That was the most amazing the win C- ever. The C word. <laughs> yeah, don't say that word in here. Don't say that's not allowed. Dude, you got Steelers Kelly's on the wall. I know, but, you know, ah, it's still Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're yeah. around. They're yeah. Around here. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Pop got the colors on, too. Re- representing. Yeah, true. Black Ooh, and yellow. Black and yellow. It, it was meant to be with the Army. And yeah. The it was. <laughs> it was meant to be. From day one, from like when you were 16 years old, man. You came in here, what, eighth grade? No, 10th grade. Going into ninth grade. Going into ninth. It was Going that long? Freshman year, yes. Whew. Yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. That's right. We were preparing you for baseball. Yep, because I met Jillian eighth grade, mm-hmm. middle school, and I was I was talking to Jillian. I was like, I was like, man, I need to I need to get in better shape and get ready for baseball. He's like, well, you know, your uncle, Uncle Omar. He's yeah, like, get you right. I'm like, man, well, let me see what he's talking about. <laughs> and I remember, I remember, I remember this day for the rest of my life. Coming in the first day, and Coach Marquise was still in here, hot and heavy too, getting it in. And I remember the last thing I did before I walked out was a, I was pushing the sled. Ooh. I forget how many plates were on there, but <laughs> I've never seen nothing like that. I never pushed that much weight in my life. And as I stumbled out of here and into my mom's car out there, and I could barely get into the truck because it was a little lifted. I could barely get in. Tired. She looked at me. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, do you like it? I'm like, I love it. And I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't know what this feeling is. I, I can't walk. I'm tired, but I feel mentally and physically better mm. than as I did when I walked in. Mm. And from then on, it's been three years, four years. It's been basically go time. This kid has an amazing sense of commitment. Like when he yeah. said, he says, yeah, he's Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You've seen it, right, Rezzy? Yeah. Every day. Every day I was in here. <laughs> he was in here like, look, coach, I got to get it. Now I'm going to the military. I got to get it. I'm like, let's Double get sessions, it. sessions, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So um, we got we got Private Pop back. He's now Private Pop. Um, We got to talk about the Eagles a little bit, and we're yeah. going to come back to Private Pop because yeah. I got some other things we want to talk I'm about. I'm going to talk Eagles, too, because we play them this Sunday. Uh-oh. He's, he's Uh-oh. Just I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> I forget? forgot about I the never New forgot. York Giants fan. 
You walked right. out, I was like, ooh, I get to talk some trash on Giants. It's a big game. <laughs> Who's quarterback? And y'all got like three quarterbacks right now, right? Danny Just Dimes. Two. Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones. Well, I mean, Rookie Eli didn't get it done. No, Do you think he's going to get it done or what? Daniel Jones? Yeah. No. Last week. He's, no. Last week. Listen. <laughs> that was a fluke of a game. No. I pull, pull my phone look at the stats. We're not going to give you a time to talk on this session. <laughs> He did something that no NFL rookie quarterback has ever done last week. What did he do? Threw five touchdowns, mm-hmm. 350 plus yards with zero interceptions. And mm-hmm. no other rookie quarterback has done that. Seriously? Yes. Really? Yes. I, I mean, that's you, like Aaron Rodgers or like Tom Brady didn't do that? No. Rookie? Not as a rookie, though. He said rookie. First yeah, year. So we got to check the stats on well, that. I don't, have my, I don't have my stat rookie. book here. But that's an amazing stat. That's crazy. Yeah, you gotta give him, you gotta give him respect for that. Okay. Yeah. Who had a phenomenal? Who else had a phenomenal rookie year? As a quarterback, didn't Carson have one? No, Carson. He started his Carson got year, right? hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carson like broke his ribs. A lot of the quarterbacks that have good years usually work under the starting quarterback for a couple of years. Like Tom Brady, he was a late round draft pick and worked under. Um, yeah, I don't know. Really worked. Was it Bledsoe? Bledsoe, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers worked under Brett Favre. Yep. Yeah. They hated each other. They yeah. did hate each other, yeah. Really? Yeah. They were not friends at all. There's Man, a story. That's like, he, how can you not he, be friends with the greatest quarterback or your mentor? Like, you have yeah, to study he walked, what he they're doing. He walked in on his first day, sat down, and said, what's up, Grandpa? To Favre. Oh, Favre probably like, oh, <laughs> Favre's not you, like that. <laughs> that probably fired him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I love. I don't care if it's one point, twenty points. I love a W against the Cowboys. Love oh it. Oh my god! Always. Love any it. team, right? No any, any team. It is. I don't care. Yeah. No yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Why are they America's team then? If nobody Jerry really Jones likes paid them. the most money for that name. Jerry Jones threw fifty million dollars on that name right away. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, we're going to have to put you, some money on think, the Eagles. We're going to come up with a name for the Eagles, Reggie. Why do you think that they always have all primetime games? Yeah, Every primetime game of the season. In my opinion, the Patriots should be the America's team. Just because yeah. they're called the Patriots and they're red, white, and blue. And Exactly. Plus, look at the record. Well, and they right have now, six hold Super on. Bowls. Hold on. They got the wins and everything. But right now, they're showing. they're not showing integrity like America's team should show. Wow. <laughs> However, you're right. Well, Red, you white, got, and blue. You got the Sith Lord in Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. and then you got the bad guy in Tom Brady. Bill Belichick's one of the greatest coaches of all I time. I don't. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You just can't. You know, that's the truth. You can't go against it. Tom Brady, I'm going I'm to put it out there, too. One of the best quarterbacks in all time. I already call him. I'm sorry. I mean, Peyton Manning's up there, but yeah, Tom Brady. Peyton, better. Top three. yeah, top three. Yeah, I mean, what's their what's their years? How many years Peyton got? How many years Tom? Peyton had eighteen. Tom's got twenty right now, I think. I mean, just on that, you got longevity. Eli's on fourteen, fifteen. Eli's 16. Eli's done after this year, man. Yeah, he's yeah. Done. I think yeah. Eli might have came in a year or two after his brother. Yeah, I forget. Man. I love Eli to death, but. Oh my God! Get out the league. I feel sorry for him sometimes. <laughs> I, I do too. He gets a lot. Like he gets, a lot. He, he gets too he much. He won back to back Super Bowls, but it's like against two lucky catches. <laughs> no, listen. Nobody's ever beat the Patriots in the back Super to back. Bowl. Yeah, 
Except for the Giants. Yeah. Except Eli Manning. Well, we, well, the Eagles beat the Patriots. Well, a lot of teams have beat the Back to back, maybe. Seahawks not, beat. Yeah, back to back. Nobody's done it. Well, up yeah. until, never the, lost up back until to back. the Eagles, the Giants were the only people to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. No, Seahawks sure. did it, didn't they? Back to back, though? No, Seahawks actually lost. The year they won. Because they got the, the, the game ending interception in the end zone. When yeah, but the year them. before they won the Super Bowl, who'd they play that year? Uh, any we got anybody with some stats out there? <laughs> no, <not> Google. <laughs> it might have been Baltimore and some Ray team. Lewis, when, right? When Joe Flacco was still hot and heavy too. Yeah, Ray Lewis and Ray Joe Lewis Flacco, right? Been, know, no, because it was twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen. So there's no way it was Ray Lewis. I know the Giants won in 2011-2016. No, no, 2016. It was 11-07, my bad. 2016, you guys drafted Odell and then traded him away. That was a Super Bowl win for me. It's Odell. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's gone. And they traded him on my birthday. Did they really? I blew out my candles and I checked my phone and said, uh, New York Giants traded oh. Odell Beckham to the Browns. On your oh birthday. After I blew out my candles. What a birthday it present for you! Like, oh, like I shed like a <laughs> y'all just—they just basically just threw the, the cake in your face on that. They did. You blew the candles out and they threw it right in your face. But we got Supon Barkley, so it didn't need up for it. Okay. Saquads. 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 He probably can do it. He probably can do. He's got serious quads. He probably can do a wall sit just as long as I can. Probably thirty minutes. Probably. You did a thirty-minute wall sit. I did. You wasn't here when I came back all fired up because of that? No, he my, left. My that was like a month after no, he left. No. I think it no, was. It was during it was during the wintertime. It was during the wintertime last year. One of my thoroughbreds on Thoroughbred Thursday yesterday brought that back up. He's like, yo, man, I can't believe the energy this guy has. I remember when he did that 38 minute. Well, he gave me eight minutes. I said, no, no, it was 30. And the other girl did the eight minutes. Uh, uh, she lady, did like uh, 40, didn't she? Almost? she? It was 30. Yeah, almost. It was almost. Wow. It was almost. I do remember that now. You did I come back, back really fired up. I sure did. Mm. You know what, though? That's, um, I still to this, I know how it happened, but man, I can't explain it. It's you were like, in a, you were in like a man possessed. I went through every single emotional level possible. I was crying. I was laughing. I was getting fired up. I was meditating, like blank. And then I was like in the world, feeling everything, like like oh, it hurts. Complaining, yeah. <laughs> but it was amazing. When I finished, I, I couldn't believe I did it, and then it just showed me something about myself. It really did. Um, first and foremost, how contagious energy is, because it was over a hundred fit pros in that gym while we were working out and their entire, the energy of that room was sky high and it helped me. It helped me. I know that for a fact. And then the number two was, I just realized if you, if you dig deep enough, anything's possible, but you got to go to a place that really, really has that power Mm -hmm. and it's not the body. So that, that, actually showed me that everybody has it. You just got to learn how to tap into it. And sometimes it takes longer than, you know, the process takes longer to tap into it. You don't know how to tap into it, you know, 
what's going to trigger what's going to trigger that inner strength yeah that's that's crucial sometimes it takes a major event to trigger that inner sometimes it just takes repetition after repetition and then you you feel like oh i did this for so long man i could do anything let me just do something so all right yeah 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 i love it hey you know what what else i'm loving this moment right now i got my boys in the building my all-stars in the building and we're on the fired up friday podcast okay <laughs> so tag Reggie, what's next man let's go uh, let's go baby said better what'd you do Oh, ding, 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 ding. Read, listen to the bell. The ding, 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 ding. Back into the ring. All right. So, you know, I'm always thinking about how I can help others. And I've, I've been through a lot. I learned a lot. So I'm always trying to share it in any aspect possible. Just trying to share it through training, trying to share it through speaking, trying to share it through here, podcast, just showing, you know, giving as many jewels as I can, sharing my energy, writing my book. But How's it going? It's going. It's, it's really going. I took, I took a little break on it, right? Because this week, and this is how I got 1% better this week, I added to another book. <laughs> Sorry, Wait, you y'all. working on two books? Listen. Setting all my goals for the 2020, it it inspired me to actually create something that could help others set goals and achieve goals. So it is a book. However, it's a planner, a daily planner, an organizer. And I actually got to 90% complete. 90% complete, which is phenomenal because I got just a couple tweaks to finish it out. Um, I'm working on a publisher now, you know, connecting to a publisher who's going to help me finish it after my completion of design. They're going to help me put it all together the way it should be and and present it to the world. Um, But it's definitely a guide to help everybody start the day, win the morning. You know how we, we believe win in the morning. So there's, there's, there's little, messages on the daily planner each page you know you got you're going to work your mind work your body work your spirit i got a practice for that you're going to you're going to list some gratitude messages i got a space for that you of course got your daily activities you know your time slots from 5 a.m or 7 a.m what time you wake up all the way to 10 11 and you got your reflection time on that each page, each day. And then you got your major goals, things like that. Um, but when it's complete, I don't have my phone right now, but I have a, a copy of you know what it looks like. When it's complete, y'all will definitely get one straight up. All right. <coughs> so that was how I got 1% better this week. I'm fired up because, man, I can't wait to share it with the world so that they can become 1% better each and every day. For the week, for the month, for the for three months, for the quarters, and for the year. That's it. I'm I'm fired up because of that. What about you, Reggie? Talk to us. Talk to um, the world. 
I mean, I came in on Monday. Uh, mm. It's kind of like it was a very laid back day compared to normal. Mm. But I did. I actually got some cage work in. I did a wall sit. Yeah. So I don't. That's the first time I had had cage work in probably two months. So you months. definitely. So you definitely got one percent better. Got yeah. back in that cage. I don't know if y'all. If you follow on the live, yeah, right? that's There's what I'm saying. Live. If you're on, uh, if you follow the Omar Stinney page, you'll see all the lives we do. I was, uh, I do every day for the past what 27 days for the month of December. I've been doing a wall sit challenge called Deck the Walls. And if you follow the page Omar Stinney, you can see all the wall sits. You could do it for January if you want. Every day is a, is a wall sit, and I progressively one percent better move forward to a goal four to five minutes so we started at 10 seconds next day was 20 seconds then 25 then 30 and did one at the mall crying out loud i did (laughs) i did one at the mall i you can do wall sit anywhere he he, he was on the live he was showing me the live and there were just people staring at him (laughs) what are you doing hey uh you can get one percent better every single day, any way, anytime, anywhere. The grind never stops. It doesn't. It doesn't. And the moment people look at you like you're crazy, you know you're doing something right. Yeah. You know you're doing something right. That's a jewel. I hope y'all got your pen and pads out. Write this stuff down. Know, Press rewind. Listen to it again and again and again. Pop. Um, yeah, let's hear. Let's you, hear. Man. How you got one percent better? How did you get 1% better this week? Mm. Anything. Well, I got two things. So one mm. thing was coming in for the first day. Mm. Um, yesterday, um, got to work with the 7 o'clock class, talked to them a little bit. I had a good time you know, talking a little bit about my experiences, but um, also getting a good leg day in and also coming in today, getting a nice core workout. Definitely brought back some good memories, but um, – <laughs> Also, I've been I've been listening to an audio book. Um, I, I listen to a lot of music, but I also try and get some audio books in it as well. And um, David Goggins, I'm still you still, still on him. Still David Goggins, yeah, right? baby. And it, I don't know if he has any other books. I keep keep re re going to the same book over and Good. over again. Good, but um, definitely on the flight over here because I was up. For almost, I was up for more than 24 hours the first day I flew in. Mm. Um, they woke us up at 3. It was the 29th. So they woke us up at 3. And we were busy all day, um, marching everywhere, getting all of our bags together, room inspections, uniform inspections. Um, they came in with white gloves and wiped every surface of my room. They found <laughs> dust. <clears throat> Excuse me. They found dust. I had to clean it again. And I was up, and then they um, they bust us. I got bussed from Fort Gordon to the Atlanta airport, and I was at the Atlanta airport for a couple hours in the morning time. I got there around 4. Mm-hmm. My flight left at 7.30, and I landed in New Jersey. Well, I landed at Philly at 9.30, mm. and I was brought back home. And then I, by that time, I was already wired, ready to see everybody come home. Come back to this beautiful Browns Mills town and see everything. Yeah, and and we had a um, all the family came over and we had cake and and um, I got to talk to my cousins I haven't seen in a while and my aunts and uncles and stuff. So I didn't sleep until that night. So it was it was mm. a, it was action. It was yeah. You were fired up. Man. Yeah, 
I know, you know, just coming home and seeing and feeling your family's energy, man. Mm-hmm. I know you were fired up. Of course. Family's everything. Yeah. Hey, y'all, you, you got to know a little something about Private Pop. Talk about family? Yeah. He'll do anything for his family. I learned that about him. Family's so important. Take a look around sometime. Just set back from your daily grind, your work, whatever you have going on, and appreciate the life, the health, the mindset, just the mental capability to be there with your family, be present with your family. It's important, very important. I know, Pop, you you do anything for your family. You're a straight family dude. I I know that, man. I respect that straight up. Of course. Regular family, DFS family, (laughs) and now the Army family. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know, I sit and think, and I'm having a good time, spending time with family and friends, but there's a lot of people in the Army that didn't get to come home, Mm. you know, that that are overseas or or still – just didn't have a chance to get home. Mm. You know, I've been thinking about them a lot as well because, I mean, they're family too. I mean, brothers and sisters, you know. Mm. I think about that they didn't get a chance to see their family over there fighting for us. And, and I mean, that was one of the whys of why I joined the Army. Mm-hmm. Because um, I saw this quote, and it was, um, what makes a good soldier is not – because he hates what's in front of him, but because what he loves what's behind him. Mm. Mm. You know, so I, I joined and, and, I, and I do what I do on a daily basis for you, for you, for everybody in this facility. Can you say that one more time? Because that was powerful. What part? The, yeah, what one? makes the, a soldier? What makes a good soldier? What makes a good soldier is not because... He hates what's in front of him, but because he loves what's behind him. Because mm. mm. because there's things that I don't I don't particularly enjoy doing that I have to do, and I do it because I love what's behind me and what I do it for. And I and I look and when I'm doing when I'm tired or or I'm doing something I don't want to do, I, I look down. On my right shoulder, there's an American flag right there. I remember what I do it for. It's the country, the family, mm. for my family, you know, everybody. Everybody. Right. Hey, always have a why. Always have always. a why. Hey, Pop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember what I used to call people. Not donkeys, but oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Donkeys. You got the yeah, you got, got the donkeys. You got the donkeys. But uh, me and Coach Marquise got a saying as well. You know, people who are just who don't have a why and are just you know floating around and similar to a donkey. Um, they might just talk talk about whatever they talk about, mm-hmm. and it really has no purpose because they don't care or you know they have no no direction. Yeah. And you're going to come, there's people out there, unfortunately, yes. that that are just what we call air circulators. It's sad yeah. to mm-hmm. say, air circulators. Yeah. I mean, they're walking and they're talking, but there's no direction. There's no purpose. They don't know what they want to do. It, it, sometimes it's not their fault. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, 
we gotta guide them like we gotta be we gotta be lights lighthouses they're like they're like ships out there sometimes you run into these people mm-hmm. and they just need a little bit maybe you can help them just by complimenting them maybe you can help them just by talking to them and mm-hmm. but unfortunately they're they're out there everybody has a purpose everybody needs is we're, we come here with a gift with a gift yeah and I, that's my whole that's my whole mission, man. I want to show people. I want to help people realize that you mean something. Yeah. You you had something. Everyone's got a purpose. This world needs you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we. I just try to. That's my whole. My mission is to try to bring that out of people. Yeah. Like man, I, I, the years that I've spent with you, Pop, means a lot to me, man. I know yeah. you made the decisions ultimately, but. Like this facility was here. I was working with you. It's a, it's been a pleasure to work with you because I know that I help kind of guide. Yeah. If you, if you, you know, like inspire, just bring to awareness yeah. your potential and you're just doing it, dude. Yeah. You're, I, you got so much more. You're doing it. And, and the biggest thing is too, everybody has a, a goal and a dream and you come into the world with one, but the, the most important thing is that you enjoy the process of finding it. Mm. Yeah. The years that I spent here was the process to becoming what I am today and to, ach- to achieve what I have achieved. Mm. And I've enjoyed every session, every day, every event. <laughs> I put everything. you out there on some of the events. Too. Yeah. Every <laughs> event. You was at a couple of events, right? Or no? Yeah. Which did you come to the water carnival? No. No, I went to the. Uh, I love coming to the water carnival. I put you on the spot with the arm farm. The arm farm, yeah. The water carnival. Did I came to the combine, the training football. Yeah. I went to that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I you wish I could have made it to that too. I wanted to go to that too. Then you went. You won something too, didn't you? Got the longest pass catch or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They got on a water bottle. Yeah, nice. yeah. I went, I went like sixty yards, Colin. <laughs> yeah, you're. Uh, Some dude dotted me up. Was that Coach Adi? That was Adi. I think Adi dotted me yeah. up. Coach Adi, you're out there. Hey, he's moving shout forward out. toward his uh, yeah, right. shout his goal. Shout out, Coach Adi, over at Monmouth University. Monmouth. Yep. Yep. Doing I said, leading us right into the next topic. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's Table move on. Table of success. Definitely spelled success wrong. The table of success. success <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you what. Away. I'm going to tell you what. We're at the table of success right now, my friends. And uh, I know for a fact I got two thoroughbreds at my table, and I'm more than happy and excited to share all my meals, all the bread. Pass the salt. Pass the salt. Pop, let's start with That's you, great. man. Let's go with table of success. Listen, um, I mean, I pretty much been talking about the table of success all week long, but you caught a couple, well, a couple, uh, days, right? yeah, 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 three days. You caught a couple table of success talks. You know, the huddles before mm-hmm. the sessions and after yeah. the session. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, how do you feel about that whole concept? How does that make you look at life? And what perspective, like, just, I mean, what do you think about the table of success after learning what I talked about, you know? The, the table of success, I mean, because 
because there's been a lot of jewels over the years <coughs> that I've pocketed away and kept kept in storage up here. But the table success is something like you even in the huddle that we had for it when he said it. it I don't know if you saw. I was looking at you, but I was really processing what you were saying. And I was trying to make so many analogies with it because there's so many that you can come up with when it comes to that. But it's an exciting topic, and I think it applies to almost everything, really. Especially mm -hmm. when I mean, it's just mm -hmm. it's just a great topic. I think I think a lot more people need to be aware of that because I think a lot of people are sitting at the wrong table. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. Hold up, hold yeah. up, hold, hold up. up. Get your pen and pads oh, out, up. my friends, because we're about to go deep just for a little bit. We're going to give you a little bit of this. So, oh, my goodness. He just went there. All right, so the table of success, my friends, is that exactly. It's a table. You got to sit down and eat. I'm not talking about, we're not talking about just the food, the protein, carbs, and fats you put in your body. We're talking about goals, baby. Goals on your plate. What are you putting on your plate? What goals do you set every day? Yeah. What, every me what meals are you having every day? <laughs> what are you ingesting through your eyes, through your ears. Are you listening to this podcast? Or are you listening to some trash that out there that's going into your mindset mm -hmm. and it's got you all cloudy? Yeah. What kind of thoughts are you creating? What's your recipe? Let's talk. So on your plate, on this table, and we're going to get into what you said earlier with that pass and salt, because I love pass and salt. Pass and hot sauce and everything on this table. Yeah, pass the rolls. So let's, let's talk about what you're putting on your plate. We're talking about goals. <laughs> right? The table of success can be daily goals on your plate. It can you be monthly big time goals. goals. Big time. Absolutely. You know, like what kind of you got, goals? You got your main dish. You mm -hmm. know, you got your really big goals, and then you got all your little goals Size. on the outside. Yeah, all your yeah, We talking, baby. We yeah. talking. You got your steak, but I mean, what's a steak without a potato? You need some appetizers. Some yeah, you need the, some carrots, some appetizers. So your goals on this table of success. Once you put these goals on your plates. Whether it's your, your appetizers, your main dish, your desserts, what are you going to do with them? How are you going to chew them? You see, the 1% better every single day comes into play right now. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a goal, if we could just get from point A to point B, like in a snap of a second, and it's a major goal, God bless you. Mm. Different. God bless you. Mm. Unfortunately, you have to go through a process. You have to chew that food up. Big old process. Yeah, chew it up in a thousand chews. Like, keep chewing. Get it. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy. Enjoy the Pop, I know, you had, I know you had some processes over there when you were training, man, boot camp. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, let's talk about your accomplishment on your graduation so you first started 
and you had to go through a certain lifestyle. You had to wake up earlier. You, let's talk about that whole physically and mentally what you had to go through. And then we'll talk about your accomplishment at the end because you had to go through that in order to get your accomplishment. Yeah. Um, so coming in the boot camp, there's 65 of us in a platoon. So I was third platoon and we were the Hellraisers. That was our name, the Hellraisers. <laughs> so so you had the Hellraisers, you had oh man, don't forget now. The Spartans. You had the Hellraisers, the Spartans, the Hellhounds, and then you had the Punishers. And we were the Hellraisers. And we raised hell over the ten <laughs> weeks. And it, they they made life hell for me. But um so the biggest thing about basic in the first so it's split up into three phases. You have red, white, and blue. And each phase is three weeks. So the first the first phase, red phase, that's all the stuff you read about. That's all the yelling and the and the constant push ups and Everything that's and, in the movies, right? Everything that's in the movies. So, question the about the weeks. question. Not, and I don't mean to really cut you yeah. off, but we're going to break these down and in, into comp- categories. Mm-hmm. So, the red phase, right? What more did you experience in a red phase? Was it a mental gain or a physical gain? Because you said they were on you both physically and mm-hmm. mentally, but what more? What did you gain more out of that? Mental. Mm-hmm. It was mental because. If you're if you're all on the same page mentally, it's less physically demanding. If you know what I mean. Mm. So so boot camp is all a big thing about getting you to work as a team because the army's a huge team. Yeah, and and you can't get the mission done alone. You have to lean on the person to your left and right. So they would give you they would give you almost near impossible tasks to do in a near impossible time. And they want to see how you react to it and to see how you work together and do things. So so I remember the first 72 hours, you hear about it all through reception, which is right before you get the basic. And you get there, and the first 72 hours, you're not sleeping much, and the drill sergeants are there constantly, and they're on you. You're doing, you're doing um, so much push-ups, so many push-ups, and they, and they march you to and from to eat and um they give you so many tasks so i remember we came in we have two duffel bags full of all of our stuff that we got issues so that's uniforms boots all your hygiene stuff so your toothbrush toothpaste soap everything and you put it and there's a certain they call it a sop it's a certain way your your locker has to be set up organization so everything is what they call dress right dress Mm-hmm. So everything is the same all across. Mm-hmm. So everybody's locker had to look the same. Everything had to be in the same spot, same amount of things, everything. Mm. And so they taught you that, how to set it up, and they showed you how to set it up. And we set it up, and then I remember they told us we had to pack it all up again after we got it all set up. We had to bring it every. We had to bring it downstairs. Everybody had to be in formation. Our bags had to be the same way, facing the same way, set up the same way. We, and then once everybody was there, they came and checked, make sure everybody took all the stuff out of their lockers, and they gave us 10 minutes to go back and do it again. Mm. And if you didn't do it, if 
you didn't do it in the time, you did it again and did it again. And t- so, so <laughs> wow. sounds, it sounds like he's going back yeah. right now. Like, oh my goodness. Again, again. again. <laughs> but the first time you're obviously not going to do it right because everybody's panicking. Everybody's mm. so, <clears throat> and these are people from all across the world, different. I had people from different countries, mm. different states, different religions, backgrounds, different ethics, different everything. And we're all trying to come together to do this one task in 10 minutes. And you do it the first time, it doesn't happen. So so they make you pack it all up and go back down. But then somebody gets an idea. Hey, how about, how about we have one person? So the room, the room, the lockers were all on the side. So we have one person per side of the room setting up the lockers while we have a certain team putting the bags <clears throat> excuse me up to getting all the bags from downstairs upstairs mm. so we assigned people to different teams <clears throat> and like how can we make this more efficient mm. and it's all about finding different outcomes you know trying to get the outcome they want okay. more efficiently and, and that's trial all what red face is about teamwork trial and error and teamwork yeah teamwork communication sound like a lot of focus needed to take place as mm-hmm. well y'all needed to focus on <laughs> the instructions directions that were given um then you needed to communicate throughout your team so you can be on one face i like that what about the blue face that was red what about the blue face you went from red you said to blue what That's happened red white oh red white okay mm-hmm. so what happened in the white phase then white phase as far as yeah. the level yeah mm-hmm. the level of so by the time you hit white phase you're pretty good physically and mentally um you have you know your discipline is there your physical readiness is there and you kind of know what to expect so once you get to white phase that's when the the drill sergeants start to back off a little bit and they kind of let you they'll put you they'll lead you in a certain way Mm -hmm. they'll show you the way but they want to see how you do it and how you work as a team so white phase is all about marksmanship so that's when you start learning you get issued your your weapon and you learn this i i am four which was the weapon i had i had that from the end of white phase or the the end of red phase all the way until i graduated mm. i slept with it mm. i ate with it mm. <laughs> i showered with it because if it because if you if you left it anywhere and they took it it's a bad day for everybody. Bad day for everybody. Rezzy, it sounds like a baseball type of situation. Uh, it's right? exactly that. Yeah. Uh, I know all about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, get your glove down. Uh, let's go through it. <laughs> Gloves down. Let's do some pole Gloves runs. Down. <laughs> Run the perimeter. Oh, somebody got in trouble. You're doing some wall sits on the fence. Oh, wall sits? I never had wall sits on the fence. Oh, it's horrible. It hurts so bad. Because oh if you're not... Events is not stable. So. No, it's all shaky, <laughs> yeah. and there's always the jokes. I think it's funny to shake the fence. <laughs> oh like, dude, what are you God. doing? That's good. And they will put us there for like ten minutes if you're not perfect. So that's oh, always yeah. fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's part of being a team. Mm-hmm. You know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. Yep. Exactly. So it's part of growing. Um, okay. 
So we'll go into that a little bit more, and then we'll transition to the blue. Yeah. Um. So you had to pretty much stay with your weapon the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and it was responsibility. Okay. You know, keeping being responsible for your own equipment because if you lost equipment or damaged it or whatever, I mean, you it was coming out of your paycheck, you know, and yeah. and you would also get in trouble as well. You would get everybody in trouble. So say we go to the field, we always had to have uh, safety glasses on. If somebody doesn't have safety glasses, I mean, we got to go back. You know, so if they got to go back, then it's it's it was a bit, we had a lot of bad days. <laughs> a lot of people forgot stuff. A lot of growing pains. Yeah, but um, but the biggest thing too was I, I remember, and this is a jewel that I was given. Get your pen and pads out now. Yeah. <laughs> in basic by the drill sergeants and and you don't you don't look at them as teachers but that's really what they are they're they're there to teach you so many things and um one thing they said was because when it comes to working as a team there can't there's too many chiefs not enough indians mm. so there's too many people trying to lead mm-hmm. not enough people trying to follow not enough people trying to get everything done so so you would have so when we would get and put in impossible situations you would have so many people trying to tell other people how we should do it and things like that but there's some people that see that's where i kind of was humbled in a way coming out of here being a leader and learning how to be a leader um i tried to um take that into basic with me because there was a lot of kids that I had more knowledge in certain things, especially when it comes to physical readiness, when it, like when it was stretching and running form that I would teach other kids to try and help them. Mm. Um, but there were so many people that thought they were, you know, capable of leading, mm-hmm. but we all, some people just needed to take a step back and listen. And listening is a huge thing too. You talked about that. You talked about we're gonna go back to the table of success yeah. too, y'all. We're yeah. chewing the food right now. He's telling you the process that he had to go through to get his achievement. Um, that's it's chewing. You gotta go. You gotta do certain things in order to mm-hmm. achieve your goal. You gotta become somebody in order to achieve what you have never experienced yeah. or received. So good. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, remember that. We're gonna come back to that. Listening, because you said something very at the table. That's we're gonna go back yeah. to that one. Yeah. All right. So, all right. We're talking about responsibility, physical readiness, yeah. being a leader, mm-hmm. um, communicating as a team. Yeah. Learning your spot. All right. So you got a little bit more leeway, and you had to do a little a, a, the things a little bit more on your own as a team. Mm-hmm. They gave you a little leeway. All right. That was in the white phase. White phase. Yeah. So yeah, what's going on in the blue phase? So blue phase is basically you're on your own. So we had three, I would say, I guess the right word is culminating events through basic. It was called the hammer, Mm. anvil, and the forge. Mm. (coughs) So as you can imagine, the hammer hits hard. So it's it's a- The hammer, baby. So it's it's a five mile, Ruck march, Ooh. and you stay one day out in the field 
and you march back the next day. So um, we load up what you call a rucksack with all your equipment. So that's all your changes of clothes, your your equipment, sleeping bag, boots, um, all your helmet, pack, water, all that. And and you take that into one one huge bag and you put it on your back and you and you march however long you have to go. So five miles was in the hammer that was during red phase. Anvil was during white phase. That mm. was a seven and a half mile. Mm. Okay. Talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Seven and a half miles and you're staying three days out in the field. And then and blue phase is when you did the forge. And the forge is where everything comes together. So the things, we were taught certain things during the hammer and anvil. And when it came to the forge, we were expected to know that stuff and be able to execute it without any help at all. And we were critiqued because that's the last event before you graduate. Mm. Okay. Now, the forge is a 10-mile rug. Okay. So... <laughs> the best part about it was you think you get through the 10 miles, you get to your spot and you set up your base and you stay four days out in the field. Um, so you think you do your 10 miles and you're done, but you, they don't add the 10 mile walk back. <laughs> the two or so five that's like miles 20, in between. Right? Yeah. I ended up doing about 45, 50 miles throughout the four days. Oh, snap. Yeah. And, and um, hmm, Okay. But, um, yeah, they back off and, and they let the leaders lead mm. and they let the people, because everybody has a role, you know, and being, I mean, my role now is a private. So my, I execute the mission. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm told to do something and then I do it. So okay. that's, that's my job. I haven't gotten the years of experience yet to become what they call an NCO, which is a non-commissioned officer. Those are basically your leaders mm. and they tell you what you're going to do and then you do it. I think y'all, you may have missed it, but I caught it. You said yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick. Um, all right. So let's press forward one more step. Mm -hmm. He was chewing up his food right then and there. He gave you the process, right? Chewing it up, doing what he had to do to become who we wanted to become at graduation. There was only a selective few, or there's always only a selective few that get the certain, I'll put it out there, promotion that you did, right? Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that. So um, so what they have, they call waivers, and each platoon, so my platoon, the Hellraisers, we got five waivers, and that's basically saying um, you have shown something or somebody has noticed something in you during the past 10 weeks that you're worthy of this promotion. Mm. And so it's the top 10%. So there's four, four platoons, five from each platoon is the top 10% of the entire company in mm. general. Um, so I'll say that we had 65 starting out, 45 graduated from my platoon. Mm. And only five. Five got promoted. Got promoted. So we lost 20 people on the way. They either got hurt mm -hmm. um, or something else happened. They they missed um, training or whatever. But 
I was the first person promoted in my platoon from private to private second class. Mm. That's what they call it, private second class. Mm. Hey, but it was an honor. It was a big honor for me. I, I really wanted that. Definitely. Hey, uh, you heard he said he really wanted. You can have anything you really want. You just got to go through what you have to go through. Mm. Pop is a leader. I'm going to let y'all know straight up. So you're going to see big things out of him for sure. So I'm going to let the world know. Reggie, officially across the world, we're congratulating you, Pop, yeah. for becoming, what, the top five, okay? One of the top five, which is phenomenal. Congratulations. Yeah. And keep doing it. Keep eating. Keep chewing and eating whatever it is you want because you definitely got a big life ahead of you. Thank you. Well, inside of you, I'm going to say. It's already Keep here. sitting at the right table. Yeah, of course. Keep sitting at the right table. Look, let's talk about – all right, so after you eat it, you, you chew it up into many, many pieces. Um, What happens, Reggie? Do we become full? Yeah. Yeah. You got to enjoy it. You get to your goal. Like Pop just walked you through the whole process. Then you get hungry again. Oh! Temporary. Oh! Temporary. Temporary. Listen, you got, yeah, enjoy your goal though. Celebrate. Like, did you celebrate when you got, you told me you went out to dinner or something like that, right? Yeah. With um, your family. Yeah, I got a pass with my family. Mm. That's major. Mm -hmm. So celebrate. Like you, you worked for whatever it is that you wanted and you got it. Celebrate. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. And then what, Reggie? After you kind of let it digest, right? Say it again. You got to always be hungry. You got to always want more. Want more. Always eat more. Put another plate on your table, right? Another set of goals. Another set of goals. Stay hungry. One big goal surrounded by a bunch of little goals. Yes. Yes. I'm always the first person up for a second plate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, let's talk, about, let's talk about, listen, that's a phenomenal, listen, the analogy of the table success pop said it earlier it can mean anything so let's talk about the table you got your own chair that means your own life like what are you putting in front of you you don't worry about what's who's sitting next to you what they're doing right but you want to have some thoroughbreds at your table you don't want to be what right you're sitting at the wrong table yeah right you want to have some thoroughbreds right now we're we're at the table, baby. Somebody that can pass salt to you, but you can also pass salt to them. Oh, my goodness. Pass the salt. Well, let's go with, like, hot sauce. I like hot sauce on my on my food. I like steak sauce. Like, <laughs> I just listen, like food in general. Pass the salt, the, the hot sauce. Listen, Tacos. the steak sauce. Tacos. That means exchange. You can – Pop just said it. You can always learn from somebody. You want to learn from people that you're surrounded by. Yeah. You want to help people that you're surrounded by. You can pass the hot sauce or the salt or the A1 sauce to them. And you said something earlier, Pop. In order for that to happen at your table, right? When when, when table get, when your family gets together for holidays at table, you want to enjoy the moment talking about, you know, not only – don't be like Coach O and just talk all the time. <laughs> I do a lot of talking. Um, but you got to – I also – I do a lot of listening. Got to listen. You have the only to way be, you can learn things. Yes, yes. So when you're at the table of success, you got to be able to listen, to focus. You, you don't just listen with your ears. You got to listen with your eyes too. Uh, eyes and ears. Yes, 
Yeah. You listen with every part about you. That's truly focusing on what it is that you're you're pulling your attention to. That's that's so powerful. So powerful. Because when you're at the table of success, it's an abundance of success that's on that table. Goals don't stop. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the right people, to your thoroughbreds, and you're sitting at the right table, you're going to have even that many more goals pop up, meaning opportunities. Okay? That, that, this table success can go emotions, thoughts. Like what are you putting into your system, into your being? The people you're surrounded by, the energy, it can go on for days. It's an abundance of success. That's why it's a table. Your table can be as long as it wants. Like there, this is a small table right here. But oh wow. We got a lot of food on this thing. Yeah. We got we could pile it up. <laughs> I got I got plates, something else. I plates. got something else too. Talk to us, Pop. We got Pop in the building. I got something else too. So when you're eating at the table of success, you have to have the right tools. You can't eat soup with a fork. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my, Reggie, we got the right interviewee on this podcast, baby. Why are you not here every week? We got a call. Duty calls. Duty calls. We did. He said the right tools. Can't eat soup on the floor. I'm gonna write. Yeah, write it down. That's a good one. Get your pen and pads out, my friends. You can't eat soup with a fork. Remember that. You gotta be able to cut the steak too. Mm. Knife. Mm. So that's crucial. That's crucial with thoroughbreds. Like we can learn from anyone. (laughs) You can learn from someone's success or mistakes. So that's a application of the right tools. You're saying, oh man, if it's not working for you, try a different strategy. But you can learn from somebody and say, hey, let me try to apply that principle to my strategy. Let me use this knife. I mean, let me cut a little bit deeper or harder. Use longer strokes. Yo, that's powerful, Pop. Just gotta sit at the right table, man. Yeah. Right table, right utensils. <laughs> yeah, right tools. Right tools. Right people. Right people. And you're gonna sure have you the right life. <laughs> you're gonna have the right life, baby. It's the success table. Mm-hmm. The table of success. Reggie, ah, man, we're good. We're good, baby. We, we, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. It's fired up Friday. Then you got fired up. We did the whole hour. session again on Facebook. Dude, I, was, just, I was just about to tell you, man. You should probably stand up and turn that off. Man, you know then what? Then you got start. I'm, then you started getting. Y'all the better. Room, I was like, listen. Go on to tell them where it's at because we want y'all anyway, to share it. You didn't uh, got the the first Edgar, glimpse. Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher might be on Mixer. No, Mixer's on Xbox, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's not on Mixer. I think Mixer's Xbox. They got the whole thing. They didn't even have to pretty, wait. Pretty much any platform. You should still listen to this again, even though it's an hour long. Listen to it again. Because we put a lot of jewels on the table, and it's time for you it's to free. eat up. It's free. It's free. It is free. Free knowledge. It's Always free. free. It's free. Make sure you're sitting at the table where people can pass you the cell, but you can also pass up people. Tips and tricks with Coach O.
tips and tricks. It's not drills for skills. It's tips and tricks. <laughs> okay. I'm still recording, by the way. That's all right. We're, we're... <laughs> that was almost like a tongue, tw- tongue twister for me. I don't know. Um, oh, listen, go to one of those sources and listen again. But not only listen, share. Share the heck out of this podcast. Give reviews. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Maybe you we can, can come up with a topic for them. You can even look us up on Google and it should come up. Google I've us. Google us. The Say Oasis Google. Mindset. The Oasis Mindset. Google. Google us. Google us. Google us. Google us. Over and I'm getting yes. excited here, Reggie. <laughs> Google us. Google us. Google us. Google us. Say it again. The Oasis Mindset. The Oasis Mindset? The Oasis Mindset. Wow, that's your cue. Oasis mindset. The Oasis mindset. Hashtag Oasis mindset. Hashtag Oasis mindset. Hashtag one percent better. I might have to start using that. Hashtag Army Strong. <laughs> I'll get you with that one, Pop. I got you. <laughs> hey, listen, Sponsored Pop. By the we want to thank you for. I wish. Uh, what is it? Monster body. I said sponsored by the United States Army. Sponsored by the United States. That'd be great. Listen, Pop, man. Appreciate you coming by and and uh, being with us on this podcast. It's been a pleasure. I've been wanting to get on here for a while now, ever since you guys started. Have you been following us while you was in training? What do you think I've been doing? You <laughs> <laughs> think I do on a Friday night? On a Friday night, following us Friday night, fired up Fridays. Reggie, your creation I'm has My been creation. yeah. Always Reggie's creation is at boot camp now, y'all. <laughs> to a boot coming to a boot camp nearest you. Share us. Share us. Please. Share us. I want more views. Yeah, we want views. (laughs) The Oasis Mindset. The Oasis Mindset. The Oasis Mindset. The Oasis Mindset. Share it. Listen to it. Learn. Google us. (laughs) Google us. (laughs) Yo, um, all right, Reggie. Let's 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 close her out. Let's spin Reggie. I was gonna say that we have a Yeah, we got a closer. Okay. Yeah. Say it again. This has been Reggie. And I'm Omar Stinney. And I'm Private Pop. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> With another Fired Up Friday. We're fired up this Friday. Stay yeah. fired up. Stay fired up. <laughs> <laughs>